Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Lower and once you're in a Donaldson, Lish, and if I got in, I can hear Lord Jeffrey the the dinner be. Me head will impose his shock on Ian Rodiano when he wear a lestad car Lish no budge book a shoot. Skilty, fis, turmi. Ni majigiri in drama honyal ama, tamajigiri majhen honyal esta. Shachtan, find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo-Daily, Octagon of Opulence, inside Conor McGregor's multi-million property empire. He conquered the fighting world and now Conor McGregor is quietly constructing a local business portfolio. Conor relaxed and smiling. Oh! He slapped him! avenues that the fight game has opened up for me. I'm going down them at 100 mile an hour with no brakes and full confidence in what lies ahead. With social hotspots and apartment blocks on the horizon, is the Crumlin native looking to turn Dublin into his own personal monopoly board? Any pub or any venue that's up for sale, <laughs> McGregor is linked with. I think he's going to be looking to put his, his fingers in a lot more pies going forward. And why has McGregor's imminent return to the cage provoked a war of words for the UFC? But a lot of people are not happy with USADA. Our deal is up at the end of the year. We're working on going in another direction. And then especially after the, the, the dirty scumbag move that they pulled yesterday. I'm Fionn Sheehan, and today on the Indo-Daily, I'm joined by Amy Malloy, social affairs correspondent with the Irish Independent, and by Dave Hanratty, also of the Irish Independent, to talk about McGregor's lucrative interests, both inside and outside of the octagon. So, Amy, inside the octagon, Conor McGregor has made a phenomenal amount of money. He now fancies himself as a property tycoon, and we're seeing activity in a number of locations in Dublin. Let's start with Sycamore Residential Homes. Yes, this was the first residential development that Conor McGregor kind of put his face to. Back in 2019, he announced on social media that he was looking to build eight social houses in Santry in North Dublin. Um, now, it later transpired that these eight properties were actually sold to approved housing body Tua for £3.5 million in 2020, um, which is a nice little number, I suppose. Um, and then eight families and couples who are on the social housing list for Dublin City Council moved into these properties and have been living there since. So this was kind of his first, I suppose, step into the the property arena and kind of like his stamp on his kind of plans to try and develop more properties around Dublin. But that original company then went into liquidation. 
McGregor wasn't named as a director or anything with this company, Sycamore Residential Homes. It was actually Alan Garrity, who was a lifelong friend of McGregor and his business manager. Now, last year, this company had a special resolution to be voluntary wound up. So basically, they, they kind of thought that they wanted to kind of, you know, there was no more need for the company and they wanted to have it wound up last year. Now, we're now seeing that... Conor McGregor's name will possibly feature quite prominently soon in the tourist hotspot of Temple Bar. Yes, so earlier this year, um, McGregor actually took to social media once again, where he seems to (laughs) announce most of his property ventures nowadays. But he had said back in May that he had been looking to to invest in a property in Temple Bar. Now, there was was pictures on his social media last year of him rolling up in a, a Rolls Royce. And he's kind of, you know, hinted at looking to buy a venue here for some time. But it looks now that he's actually had an offer accepted for a place and that's due to be finalised and announced in the coming weeks. We don't know the, the identity of the venue yet, um, but, you know, there, there had been kind of certain rumours about certain venues, but we'll, we'll find out more about that, I suppose, in the coming weeks. So we think possibly a pub or a restaurant? It's a pub, yeah. It's a pub, OK. And that will build upon the brand of pub that he has uh, already. So that'll be his fourth pub now, I think. So obviously he has the Black Forge in Drimna, which was his original investment. If I did not have any type of profit in my head in this, you know, I would have been happy to lose. I would have been happy losing money here, you know, to be honest with you. I just wanted to buy it, you know, redo it. It's a place I've been coming here for many, many years. Myself and, and my fiance, and uh, you know, it's our families love it. It's been it's it's been a place we visited since, you know, our teens. He then bought the Marble Arch in Drimna also, but that has remained closed since he, since he actually purchased it and there's plans to kind of redevelop that. There was also a famous incident there involving a man who he punched um, in the face because he refused to drink a glass of his proper number 12 whiskey and he later appeared in court because of that. He also purchased the Waterside in Hoth. That was, I think, in June 2022, but that has also remained closed since then. And there has been no like official plans lodged with Fingal County Council yet to redevelop that. Whispers in the hospitality sector indicate that he may be looking to turn that into a hotel. But Temple Bar, you know, it gets a very popular area. Millions of tourists visit this place every every year. And we've seen with the Black Forge Inn how he's actually turned Drimna into somewhat of a tourist hotspot. We're seeing celebrities appearing there nearly every couple of weeks. Snoop Dogg, the famous US rapper, was the latest to grace the Black Forge with his presence. And I think, yeah, he's really looking at kind of like trying to, to, to market his brand at the moment. Now, there, there's also apartment development going on as well. Yep, there's, um, this was, it's been ongoing for the last couple of years. So Conor McGregor bought a number of sites on Davit Road in Drimna and he announced that he intended to to develop up to 300 apartments, a supermarket, a gym and some other amenities in the area. Um, he got planning approved for 188 build to rent apartments Um on the site of the old David Printing Press and SCR Garages. But while he got planning approved, he was then met with a series of delays. There was issues with Japanese knotweed, which had to be removed. There were concerns about the protection of bats in the area. Um, But he seems to have overcome all those now and construction is now well underway and some of the demolition work was actually carried out during the summer. He's also looking to 
develop up to 120 apartments on the site of where the Marble Arch is while also maintaining the, the Marble Arch front. Um, but as I understand it, the council deemed some of the plans a bit too dense for that. So I think they're now looking at revisiting this and having a, a lower, a slightly lower number of apartments. Um, but yeah, planning hasn't been approved for that yet. So the Marble Arch has been remained sh- shut since he bought it in 2021. Yeah, and then... Some of his business moves, they haven't quite worked out for everybody involved. No, so we actually reported in the Irish Independent there last month how a family-run barbers, Roachers Barbers, so basically it's right next door to the Black Forge. There's a tiny little door. You go up the stairs and it, it's just a, a small room that was above the pub. Um, but this this had been in the area for, for 70 years. Vincent Roach started the company and then he, he sadly died in 2014, but his son, also of the name Vincent, um, took it over. They had been paying like very little in rent to the previous owners of the, the Black Forge and I think it was like something like €550 Euro a month. And then Jemmy Ventures, which is... Um, the company behind the Black Forge, they actually like announced that they were looking to increase the rent. They had got advice and basically were told that the, the rent that was being charged was too little based on the current market that's out there. And I think the rent was increased from €550 Euro to 1500 Now, they, they basically couldn't afford this and they decided just, you know, we're going to shut the doors. But I, don't, I spoke to Vincent Roach and he didn't really seem to have that much, you know, there was no ill feeling towards the Black Forge owners. He just said, look, business is business. They, they need to do what they have to do. But I think there was some upset in the area because this was a something that had been in the community for so long. People have memories of bringing their kids there for their first haircut and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what what happens now with the the spot upstairs where that what that was what will remain to be seen. I asked, I put in queries to Conor McGregor's people to see if there's any plans to maybe explain the Black Forge, but they but they didn't get back onto me on that. Now, tell me about the another incident that that you mentioned. This uh, assault on a on a pensioner. Yes, so this grabbed a lot of headlines around 2019. The mixed martial arts fighter Conor McGregor has appeared in court charged with assaulting a man in a Dublin pub earlier this year. The 31-year-old with an address at Lady Castle Straffan in County Kildare was remanded on bail to appear again in three weeks' time. Conor McGregor had been in the area and him and some of his associates went into the Marble Arch in Drimna. He was looking to kind of get some people who were in the pub to, to drink some of his proper number 12 whiskey and I think he, he approached Desmond Kyo, um who was in the bar drinking at the time he'd been a regular there for, for, for up to 14 years and you know McGregor said look have a drink of my whiskey and I think Desmond Kyo turned to him and said I'm more of a Guinness man myself and after a couple of times of McGregor trying to, to push a glass of proper 12 on him he just said look I don't want it and McGregor responded um, by hitting him so he later ended up in court over this he pleaded guilty to assault said he was sorry and like nothing like this would ever happen again he paid a thousand euro fine and as I understand it he also paid some compensation towards Mr Kyo but it didn't end there. So that was in 2019. And then in 2021, we learned that he actually ended up purchasing the property and he subsequently tweeted, yeah, and your man is barred. So while he said nothing like this was ha- going to happen again, he uh, he didn't let the matter rest there anyway. Um, but yeah, it's been closed ever since and there's no sign of any imminent um, development getting underway at that site yet. Now, on an international level, he's looking at 
building this brand in, in a number of locations. I am not sure what it is, but I am blessed that I was able to find my passions, my passion, the fight game, the whiskey game, the fashion game, the fitness game. Yes. These are my true passions, and I am going down these, these avenues that... These, these, these avenues that the fight game has opened up for me, I'm going down them at 100 mile an hour with no breaks and full confidence in what lies ahead. And, and, and great things are happening. Black Forge is his, his main brand. And, you know, while the company reported losses, I think 1.13 million in 2021, that was largely down to the COVID pandemic and the fact that, the fact that they only started trading during COVID. Um, but yeah, it seems to have really taken off. They had a, a pop-up at the Grand Prix in Abu Dhabi there recently enough. And his his frontline manager indicated that they're looking to go to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, um, places in the US like Boston and New York. So it's looking looks like he's wanting to make this kind of a, a worldwide brand. And then, of course, there's his Forged Irish Stout also, um, which has now entered the market in the UK and the US. So, so many Forged Irish Stout taps now around the bar, but it's important to note that the busiest tap is this one here. <laughs> the busiest one is that one. And that's, you know, that's what Stout is. You know, the more the, more the tap is used, the more it's frequent. You know what I mean? It's 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 more creamy. It's you know what I mean? It's a better it's a better stout. That's why I got to be careful about where I put this stout. I'm yeah. not just going to put this stout at any pub. He's kind of indicated that he thinks it's going to give Guinness a run for his money. That'll remain to be seen now. Um, many have tried. Many there have in the tried past, and yeah. many have failed. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Is this where he sees him moving into from the money he made? in MMA, putting it into property development and other ventures as his as as a means of, of securing his own future. I think so. Um, I don't know if you watched the, the Beckham documentary on Netflix recently. One thing that stuck out for me early on in his football career, he realized I'm not gonna be playing football forever. And he, you know, started like doing a lot of other stuff outside of football, which Sir Alex Ferguson didn't really like. But I think McGregor's kind of adopted that same approach where MMA isn't going to be forever and she realizes that now. Like obviously he hasn't fought since 2021. He hasn't won since 2020. So like it just seems that he's kind of looking to kind of prepare for later in life. And I know he, he's entered, re-entered the testing pool for UFC, but in recent years, his business ventures and his antics outside the ring have been, have been making more of the headlines. Yeah, you say he's he's quite active on, on social media and we see him on, on Instagram quite a bit. Enjoys the lavish lifestyle. I think that's putting it mildly, but yes, he, he definitely does enjoy quite a, a high-end lifestyle. We've seen lots of videos of him on his Lamborghini yacht, which is only one of 63 in the world. He's indicated his plans to, to someday dock it in Dunleary, and sure, obviously, he's bought that place in Hoth now as well, which is right across from Hoth Yacht Club, so you can kind of see where his plans are going with that one. He's regularly posts pictures of him wearing Rolex and some of the most expensive watches in, in the world. I think one one watch in particular was worth up to 2 million euro um, and also even his clothes as well like he has his own clothing brand now as well and you very rarely see him in, in kind of a baggy track suit and t-shirt as always very you know tailored suits and kind of you know Dolce & Gabbana and all these big big brands and his cars as well he owns a number of Lamborghinis you know he has a number of Rolls Royces 
there's definitely no expense spared in the McGregor household. Now, you you went to Conor McGregor's camp just to talk to them about their his growing portfolio. What did they have to say? I asked them a number of questions like, what's the plans? Like, when is he expecting work to get underway on the site of the Marble Arch? When is he expecting to, to redevelop the waterside in Hoth? Um, but they just basically came back and said, look, McGregor's very proud of all his business ventures and he's always looking to expand his, his property portfolio. So I gather from that it doesn't end here and... We're probably going to see him linked with a, a number of other properties. Um, but after he announced that he in, he wanted to kind of build a bit of a property empire on social media, now any any pub or any venue that's up for sale, <laughs> McGregor is linked with. Um, so I think like he, what, he has four pubs now. He's looking to build up to 300 apartments in Dublin. He's already sold eight social houses in Santry. He has a hemp farm in the US, which he uses to... to um, develop some of his uh, recovery products for sport. So I think, you know, he, he's going to be looking to put his, his fingers in a lot more pies going forward. Now I'm joined by Dave Hanratty to discuss Conor McGregor's career in the cage. Dave, how big a deal was Conor McGregor in the mixed martial arts world? He made an immediate impact. Like when he first kind of showed up in 2013, he had a one-round knockout over a guy called Marcus Brimage. And from there, you know, he, a star was born. He won $60,000 as the fight of the night bonus. He had the press conference afterwards where he's wearing a sharp suit. Everyone else is wearing casual clothes. So he's still there from that regard as well. And of course, he has the famous line when he says, you know, I was drawing the dough last week and now I've got $60,000 bonus. To be honest, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just out there getting $60,000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of what I'm going to spend. <laughs> I'm about to have a car anyway, a nice car and maybe some suits or something, some custom made suits or whatever. I don't know. Just last week I was collecting the social welfare, you know what I mean? I, I, I was in Saint Denis, like, I don't know what's going to happen, like I'm signed to the USC, I don't know what. And everyone was like, this is this is the guy. He brought like a kind of a pro wrestling pageantry to UFC that hadn't really been seen before. He had some fighters in there like Chael Sonnen, but generally Conor McGregor could talk the talk. A lot of fighters would do their talking in the octagon. Conor did both. And in the actual octagon, at his peak, he was unfightable. He was genuinely terrifying. He had precision, pace, power, all of it. He backed it up. And for a time, he was the biggest star in mixed martial arts. And not just in the ring, but outside. He became a massive brand name. Huge, yeah. I mean, put his name to, obviously, alcohol and, you know, like would kind of put himself out there as a celebrity. He was a crossover celebrity, the kind of thing that you see quite rarely in that world. Again, you go back to kind of pro wrestling and you see like someone like The Rock, you know, he kind of jumps over into the the real world, so to speak. Conor McGregor became a household name, even to people who'd never even tuned into a, a UFC event. Kind of the David Beckham of the MMA world. So how did his career end in in the octagon yeah it's an interesting one because he retired like he teased retirement on social media then he said he wasn't taking it seriously he unretired he would show up here and there uh, eventually you know in recent years and like if you go back to the peak say like 2015 he knocks out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds a lot of people in our own were staying up till 5 in the morning to watch that fight and they're probably walking back from the fridge with a fresh beer the fight's over that's the peak uh, the intervening years, lifestyle, etc., it all kind of begins to crumble bit by bit. Uh, his most recent fight, well, he had, you know, kind of, if you look at his fight, fight record, he has lost three out of his last four, 
The one that he won was against a guy called Donald Cerrone, and it was a very clear, like, we're going to give you this guy to beat this guy. But his last fight against Dustin Poirier, which was the end of a trilogy of fights they had, that was in July of 2021, and uh, he broke his leg in the, I think it was the opening round. It was ruled a technical knockout in favor of Poirier, something McGregor hotly contested in the ring. So it was just kind of like a gradual descent. And today, you know, with him looming in a return, he's nowhere near the fighter that he was. He said that he believes that one of the kicks that he checked is what broke your leg. There was no check. There was not one of them I checked. At the moment, they're looking to try and get him back in the octagon in December, which has been something that's been hotly contested by kind of governing bodies around them. But despite the fact that a lot of fighters and fans as well would say that he is in fact washed up. Because I want Connor to stop partying and fucking get serious. I'm sick of seeing pictures of him partying. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I want to see him in the in the gym. I want him to do what he wants to do. He's saying that's not the case, and he's going to come back with a point to prove. Um, his his best years are behind him. There's no question of that. He'll still be a draw as a name. But I think we're looking at a bit of a freak show fight here. So th- there has been some attention on his return this time because of Usada. Who who's Usada? Yes. What's he got to do with it? USADA is a independent uh, drug testing organization. It's the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, and they've had a long-time partnership with the UFC. And essentially, if Fionn Sheehan was going to go into the octagon to fight... Unlikely. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, okay. if, it's, if it happens, right, you have to go into a drug testing pool for six months, return two negative tests, and once that's done, you're good to go. It's kind of part of your fight camp. It applies. I'll be okay with that part, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> the training less so. Uh, it applies to every single fighter, every single fighter in the UFC, and that's how it's been for years. However, uh, USADA have come out and said that UFC wanted an exemption to get McGregor back into the octagon quicker. UFC, of course, denies this. And since then, both parties have split, and now UFC are starting up their own independent drug testing agency to serve their own interests. So you've got the United States anti-doping agency saying they will no longer deal with this sport, in inverted commas, because an exemption was being sought here for one fighter. Well, certainly with the UFC, it remains to be seen if they will work with other MMA companies. But the UFC, which is the biggest game in town, and them have had a very messy split. And over the weekend, you saw that lawyers from the UFC have come out and said that this is a disgrace. You're only doing this for media attention. The way you've treated Conor is, quote, disgusting. And they're happy to go off and do their own thing now. What they've done to him is disgusting. And for an entity that holds themselves out to have a level of honor and integrity, using him as a media vehicle to advance a fake narrative is disturbing, disgusting, and I think they have some legitimate legal liability that they should be very concerned with. And the guy leading the new thing is an ex-FBI interrogator. So, I mean, I guess guys will better be on their best behavior. Okay, so uh, talk me through then, when do we expect to see him back in the octagon and, and in, in what form and against against whom? They've been talking about December. Again, this all remains to be seen, but this level of publicity that they have now, they'd be wise to capitalize on it. The talk is that he's going to fight a guy called Michael Chandler, who's another very capable fighter, but again, past his prime. So you're not going to see him going up against, you know, some kind of new up-and-coming Conor McGregor type. They're going to put him against a guy that they think he can hang with. And that's what they did last time, and it can work in the case of a Donald Cerrone and not work in the case of a Dustin Poirier. Um, UFC are also moving into Saudi Arabia. They're going to do their first-ever show there next Next, I think it's scheduled for 2024. Uh, McGregor is not currently on that card, but he has endorsed it on social media. He said, quote, I'm honored to be associated with it. So he'll either be a brand ambassador or maybe he'll turn up there. Beyond the ring, where else do you think we're going to see Conor McGregor appearing? 
on the big screen, or rather on a streaming platform. Uh, he signed up for, get this, a remake of the Patrick Swayze 1980s cult classic Roadhouse. Roadhouse, <laughs> wow, one of the, the great classics. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to be in this alongside Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's directed by Doug Lyman, who made The Bourne Identity, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, it's going straight to Amazon Prime. It's got an MMA twist. There's been no trailer as of yet. Remains to be seen what his thespian skills are like, but there is a bit of pedigree there, and I guess people in Hollywood are still willing to bank on him, despite his long list of control and, you know, the, I guess, decreasing nature as a draw. A better or worse actor than Michael Flatley, do you think? I, I saw Blackbird in the cinema. I paid cash money. I deeply regret it. Um, mm, I'm going to say Connor will be slightly better because he's got a little bit more charisma, whether you love him, whether you hate him. I'm yeah. not a fan, but he can, he can do things on a microphone. So if, if, if movie studios use him correctly, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be like when he shows up on the set, but he could have a place in cinema. It, but, you know, he thinks he's going to be the new Marlon Brando, I'm sure. And my thanks to Dave Hanratty and earlier Amy Malloy. I'm Fiona Sheehan, and today's episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by Gareth Mulhall and Tabitha Monaghan, researched by Dave Hanratty, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Archive clips from ESPN, Front Row MMA, The Mac Life, The Joe Rogan Experience, and the UFC. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Lower and once you're in a Elner Donaldson, Lish, and if I got in, I can hear lower Jeffrey the Dunyerby. Me head will empower Shachtan, Ian Rodiana, and I wear a star to her Lish no badge bugger shoot. Skilty, fis, turmi. Nimajigiri in drama, Honyal Ama, Tamajigiri, Mujhain, Honyal Ashta. Shachtan, find us on all the usual podcast platforms.